New on CuriosityStream, uncover engineering secrets from history's greatest masters. From the mysteries of the first man-made waterways to the building techniques of the early Americas, it's ancient engineering. Plus, 40 tons of trucks speeding down the interstate can be a recipe for disaster. See how today's smarter new age big rigs pave the way for safer highways on high-tech trucks. Watch now on CuriosityStream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com. Look at us. Okay, now you've got it down exactly where it needs to be. I Thank saw the, the real podcasters out there. They've got they've got seventy five percent of their face covered. I think so. I mean, so we're 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 amateur hour here. Amateur hour. We're I I want to believe I want to believe that people actually want to see my face. I saw people comment on other people's videos, but comment that they want to see more of Daryl's face. I'm bel- pretty sure you're the Daryl they're talking about. I believe it. Yeah. I, I believe it. So here we are once again, Sunday morning. Good morning, Mr. TK. Good morning. How are you, Daryl? I am excellent. I want to say love it. Th- thank you to all the people that are watching and listening to this. We appreciate your support. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just another uh, another video. It's, uh, it's interesting for us. We like to talk. We like to chat. And uh, knowing that somebody's listening... Sure helps us uh, keep the conversation going. Absolutely. So here we are. We got another week of crazy Toronto real estate. I feel Ouch. like it's been crazy at least this week. Um, you know, well, I want to I want to talk about the, uh, the 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 situation right now with COVID first before we get into the real estate stuff. I mean, we had changes made, big changes. We are back at stage two point. What did we call it last time? One, two point three. Sure, let's go with stage two point two point five version three. Part de is what it was. Yeah. Part, part de, de. <laughs> stage two part de, and that's and that's been a huge challenge. I was just talking with someone this morning with a restaurant in Toronto, and they spent a lot of money making all those dividers and having everybody protected in their restaurant, and now it's closed completely, and they've just got their patio open, and it's weather depending. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, people lost a, a bunch of money waiting to be able to open again, spent a lot of money in order to be able to open again. Yep. While open, probably didn't make much money. I mean, maybe helped pay for some rent and uh, paid some wages, who knows what, but like it definitely wasn't good. And then, bam, bam like a smack in the face while the government is saying, you know, I really don't want to do this to you guys. I really don't want to do this to you guys, but I'm going to have to do this to you guys. Two days later, maybe three days later, TK is having technical difficulty. He uh, chose to have children technically. And at the moment, it seems to be a difficulty. Everything's under control. I got the enforcer to come in and take out the uh, the two-year-old with boxing gloves on. Yeah, it sounds like everything's under control. That's good. It's under control. It's all behind that door. Perfect. It's behind the door, so it's not <laughs> happening. So where were we? Yeah, so we got another uh, another lockdown. 
Well, here, let me paint a rosy picture from what I took from the, uh, the fake news, the fake media who seem to be pushing. So we come off of like the best month of all time and numbers are crazy and everything's great month after month after month. And then all of a sudden there is a lot of condo inventory out there. And we start seeing, um, you know, articles like this all of a sudden. Canada's budget deficit has grown by more than any other G20 country amid pandemic. Or we're number one highest unemployment rate in the G7. Yikes. Those two mixed together. Not good. What else do we have here? Downtown office vacancies rise with flood of commercial subleases. This is not only Toronto. This is across the country and all of the major cities. But Toronto has doubled, basically. And same with Vancouver. Um, what else do we have here? Will second wave of COVID burst Toronto real estate bubble? I don't know very many times that I've been alive that we have not been inside of this bubble. It's amazing that we are able to breathe. I can tell by the lack of noise coming from your side and conversation that there is still a problem in the background. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I got more articles. We can ride through this storm. Keep going, what? Daryl. You're, I'm getting informed right now through you. One second, sir. Thank you. Thank you for your patience. Ontario Real Estate Association calls for halt to open houses as COVID-19 cases rise. That certainly doesn't make things any easier. Toronto one-bedroom rents fell 15% to below $2,000 in September. Now, some people seem to have pinpointed one of the biggest issues. Tiny condos, now the biggest losers in Toronto real estate market shakeup. Now, who didn't see that coming, right? <laughs> yeah. We all talked about it, but we didn't do anything about it. Seems to be the case around the world with a lot of things. I think that's. I think that there's always the uh, far end of the spectrum in every market. So in the in the freehold market, it's the high end luxury properties. They're the ones that get hit first. When the market goes booming, everyone's like, "Yeah, I need eight thousand square feet, and I need to be, you know, I have six car parking, even though I only owe two cars." And that's and that's something that uh, when the markets change, we start seeing those luxury markets get hit first. In the condo market, these small, uh, you know, micro units, four or five hundred square feet, whatever they are, depending on which location you're in. Sometimes it could be less than four hundred. Uh, those are the markets that are always going to get hit hardest. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense for sure. So hold on a sec. I have three or four more articles, and then we are going to get into it. Dive right in here. North America's biggest housing bubble risk defies a pandemic. Does that even make any sense? Did I read it wrong? North America's biggest housing bubble risk defies. So no, there's no comma. Housing bubble defies pandemic. See, okay. I read it right, but they wrote it wrong. But anyways, I should have known better. CMHC mortgage deferrals in Toronto real estate, 
Okay. I don't think it's good news, but I think it's better than it could be. Bank of Canada. Okay, so here's something hidden, a gem that I have found. Hidden, Ooh. hidden amass the wreckage. Thorough research. I found it underneath that building that exploded in Beirut. <laughs> Bank of Canada scales back emergency programs, citing improvement in market function. Mm -hmm. hmm, what does this mean? Higher... That's the question. Well, they're, they're slowing down their buying of those Canadian bonds. For sure. Backing all these wonderful mortgages that are getting produced. The, the, the Bank of Canada is not very happy right now. No. They're like, what is going on here? We're, we're not to get political, but what, what are we doing right now? Who are, what are we financing? We're, we're basically just printing money left, right, and center, and everything just keeps on getting approved. When is this going to stop? Well, Justin Trudeau just keeps asking everybody if they accept uh, the new credit card by the Bank of Canada. Yep. Excuse, excuse me. Do support. you do you take the BOC card here? Yep. Okay. To support, uh, you know, in uh, Parliament right now. So sure. Well, I, I believe his uh, his credit limit is in the trillions. <laughs> He's been building credit since the seventies, since his father. And interest-only payments. I mean, it's at, at point. You know what? What does the government even pay for this money? Who knows? The whole thing's crazy. Anyways, here. So that that's that. And then higher savings rate will fuel Canada's housing markets. So that's that's the broad spectrum of news that I kind of saw coming. Yep coming down or up my pipe depending on your perspective i think we could just end the show right here That's well it. we got we got we got the whole news out in front of us but you know what was interesting is i couldn't find anything really on immigration i mean there's this new program that they created where people can bring their parents and grandparents over easier than i guess before they can sponsor mm -hmm. them which i guess would help bring a bunch of people that you know can't really provide in the economy and really are more of a drain than anything but I guess it helps spring the numbers up. Well, no, it's just one, they need housing. So I mean, this is the Toronto real estate show. So if I'm living here alone and I've come to Canada and I'm able to live in a one bedroom or two bedroom condo apartment and all of a sudden I decide to bring my parents over and this is how my family came here from Ireland. I need a bigger house. I need more space, right? I need to get my, you know, credit up. I need to, you know, build more income history. I need to be able to get a, a pre-approval for a mortgage and I need to get space for my family to live. So these, these are all factors, right? I mean, and people from other parts of the world want to live with their family. That's that. This is what they do. So, so let's just paint a picture before we really jump in. So we've got this bubble that just keeps inflating forever. And even when it gets a little bit of a deflation, which I don't even know if we've seen, at least in prices, like I don't even know when prices went down last. I guess when, in 2009 for a little bit? Anyways, they bounced right back within a year last time. So I don't know when the last time like prices stayed down for any extended period of time, but they still haven't even dropped here. So we're in this gigantic bubble that just keeps blowing up and blowing up and our debt keeps going up and going up and here in Toronto we're dealing with like all of these factors that we just talked about in the headlines here right 
And on top of it, immigration, which is a huge one. I didn't even touch on like students that aren't coming and all that stuff. So, but that, this is what all these factors right now are really all not inflationary to that bubble, right? They're all trying to poke holes in it. I think it's not working. Well, I don't know. Well, it, well, let's let's be honest here. It's working in the condo market. Is it? Yeah, and that's the thing. That's the that's the that's the issue. Is we're always focused on the freehold market and we hear the average prices and we know the average price is going up, but is that going to be the case? Are we going to see over the next three months condo prices still on average higher than they were a year earlier? That's so, going to be a hard, um, hard bill uh, to sell. So I guess there is, there's no difference between there's still demand for the, these products, but they won't let them in. It's like, you know, before a concert starts, everybody's like, let me in, let me in, I want to come in, <laughs> right? I, want, I need this, I need this, I need this. Come on, come on. And they, they just won't open the fucking doors. Or like a Leaf game, if you're a couple hours too early, like, and it's cold out, people start getting yeah. rangy. What, you want to get in, what, you want to buy something. Yeah, what, what I'm seeing and hearing, though, is that immigration is still happening. And that even though uh, things have slowed down and there's a backlog in processing and there's all these other delays, uh, one, we're expected still to hit the, the three-year target um, you know, of a million you know, net uh, immigrants over the next over three-year period, right? So obviously the first year, there's going to be at least half of the target reached. Uh, but I'm also seeing that there's there's a lot of uh, permanent residencies and, and different people coming because that's the other part that you have to understand is there's a lot of people who are already here, right? But because they're on a visa, they're not going to be getting a mortgage. They're not going to be looking at finding secure long-term housing. And so because the government is focusing their energy on those applicants, the people who are already here, they're able to fast track or not necessarily fast track but at least continue to process the people that have already made those applications because their focus is no longer on as many people coming here from outside of the uh, uh the borders and then that way we're going to have people who are now saying okay i've made it i'm a permanent resident i'm going to go and get that mortgage i'm going to go and rent that apartment i'm going to go and get more space because i know that it's no longer just a temporary place that i'm going to be so we are we are still seeing those numbers right so i think that the immigration isn't the switch isn't as off as I think the big thing is with the rental side of things in the downtown core is just a really simple thing where you've got no students, you've got no businesses, you've got no tourists, all these things equate to a bunch of empty units, which is now why our vacancy rate has hit that 2% well, uh, mark and, for the first time in years. And I think it's, a, it's combined with a lot of investors that shouldn't be investors and got spooked and don't really see the long-term fundamentals, even really not even long-term fundamentals. I mean, at some point this will normalize. This is not a banking crisis. This is not a financial crisis. I mean, it's starting to turn into one, right? But yeah. it, I mean, this is not caused by some inside uh, factor, right? It's like, I guess this is what happens when there's a global pandemic, well, let's let's talk about that. So we got um, we got the deal of the week to look at this week. Oh yeah. Okay. This is a a, a young uh, lady, single mom, looking to move uh, from a condo into a townhouse. Condo into townhouse. Check. Okay. How do we do it, Daryl? How do we get from a condo to a townhouse in this market? In this market. Yeah. Okay. Hold on a sec. 
Let me uh, let me think a little bit do? here. Oh, by the way, it's not a downtown or central condo. It's in Scarborough. Scarborough. Okay. Yeah. I like Scarborough. So what do we do? Both the, both the condo apartment and the townhouse are in Scarborough. Well, I was reading this article. That's kind of interesting. Um, what are they called? I forget the name of the website. But what they do is they guarantee that they're going to buy your place if you don't sell it in 90 days for a fixed amount which allows you to purchase your new place uh, and, you know, arrange the financing knowing that you have a sold deal down the pipe at at least this. Great. That is one option. So if I remembered the name of the website, I would put it out there. That's okay. Something with L-Y at the end probably. But okay. uh, yeah, <laughs> so that, that, that's an option. That you know, there's, there's different, there's different uh, companies that are offering, um, you know, that type of security for, yeah. for a, a guaranteed ceiling on what you're going to have to break bank for. But let me give you the deal. Hold on, hold on. on this one here. Oh, okay. okay. So I don't get the answer. Cause I, your, oh, I thought that was your answer. Well, that was part one, like option oh, right. A. Okay, okay. Option two. Let's oh. say that's not an option. Let's say you don't like that option. It doesn't doesn't smell good. It doesn't Let's smell look. right. I don't like yeah, it. What's your next one? What's your the, next one? My next one is to sell my condo and then find a townhouse I can afford with the money that I have. Great. I'm gonna throw a wrench in it now, okay? Uh, 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 You've found the perfect townhouse already. The, and there's an offer there's an offer date. So I'll tell you when yep. when we are looking to move. Every time I let the perfect one go, there's never going to be another one like this one. I can't believe you let that one go. You're crazy. You're an ass. There's always another one like a few days later. That that wow, That's three perfect ones. How can... <laughs> so I would say take emotion out of the equation and okay. still follow option B. Sell right. your condo. Great. So let's look at what we did instead. Perfect. Okay. All right. So we looked at as many townhouses that were available on the market that met the buyer's needs. We well, looked at everything that was possibly uh, going to meet uh, things like schooling for the kid and, and, and location. And there's a lot of very specific things and um, anything that was on the market just didn't work. Hold right? on a sec. Hold on. How did I do? Yeah. Those are both your scenarios are great. <sighs> okay. Go it's ahead. Fantastic. I have to, I have to, I have so, to know that. We compete. We competed in in multiple offers, okay, and we put in uh, some conditions. Wow. Okay, some conditions that were worded in a way for us to be able to say, uh, you know, if things weren't to our liking, we could we could not move forward. Hold on. So just so I understand, this is a townhouse and a condo, both in Scarborough. Yep. Both resale we own, market. We own the condo apartment. The townhouse is uh, is something that we want to purchase. So we got the whole entire condo ready and we had it ready to go on the market at the end of the week. Okay? We looked at sales in the building and everything was selling very quickly. It's one of the lowest price per square foot in the city at $350 a square foot. What? Right? Where, where is that? Where is this? We're about 55 cents a square foot, McCowan and Shepard. Is this a co-op or is this a condo? A condo. What? Uh, I know. So it was a great opportunity. Why didn't I okay. find out about this opportunity? What's so, the rent? Wait. What's the rent there? On that size of unit would be probably twenty five hundred bucks. But let's not get sidetracked here, Daryl. So we've got it. We've got a great, great building that seems to be moving well. Doesn't seem like there's going to be any issues, and we're 
getting the condo ready for sale. We've got everything in line for the end of the week. So we put in an offer on the condo townhouse. We do a longer closing than we want, a longer closing than the sellers want, but we pay a price that we know is going to get the secure the unit. Okay. We get the condo on the market during the conditional period. We have um, two offers fairly quickly on the condo apartment. And we decide that after doing all of our uh, due diligence, that uh, the price that we paid was higher than we wanted because at the end of the day, securing the condo townhouse was the most important thing uh, on the offer night because there were several offers and we were competing. So we went back to the seller and said, well, this price that we paid was too much. And that based on everything that we know in the current market, we believe that it should be at a lower price. So we negotiated the price down, took them to the barber shop, got the price to be in line with what we felt was fair. We firmed up on the, uh, on the condo townhouse. By that time, we had four offers on the condo apartment and we accepted an offer during that in our hands. So it wasn't like we were waiting. We had the offers in our hands. So as we're signing off on the townhouse, we were accepting an offer that was well over asking on the condo apartment. And in the end, it was a, a very happy ending for mm. somebody who was very nervous about moving and getting out of the uh, you know space that they were in to be able to get to something better for their family. So was the haircut part of the strategy at the onset? It might have been. Might have been. Because have. I'll tell you, if it was, this is quite brilliant. It was. It worked out very well for the uh, client. And that's the main thing. Well, that's if it wasn't, get... yeah, then it worked out really well. And that's a very interesting strategy to put in your back pocket for another day. Exactly. And then on the strategy on the condo, what we did was this. Well, this is something actually that I don't do often. What? The long weekend was there. I said... Um, I said, uh, no offers until after the long weekend. So I got a call from a guy said, long weekend, Monday, is that Tuesday? I said, just call me Monday. I'll let you know what they think. So he calls me Monday. I say, bring me the offer for tomorrow. He brought me the offer, but then, and then someone else came in. So I said, look, I want 48 hours irrevocable. So then now I got a great offer, 48 hours irrevocable. So it bought me more time. During those 48 hours, I was able to get several more offers. Hmm. And that allowed me to get the price that we ended up getting because I was buying more time. I didn't scare anybody off with an offer date because it's a condo and people hear, read the news, but it was enough to be able to build up momentum, not just take the first offer. And it ended up being, you know, significantly over asking and everything else. So beautiful. I love it. See, this is, yeah. this is why real estate's fun when you can do shit like that. These are the, the, the good ones. And, and she's really happy too. It's, it's a really sure. you know, good person to help. And that's, and that makes it all, all worth it. So, so, so but at the beginning it was, the idea was pay too much for the first one. Not, Not pay too much. Secure it. Secure it at the price that we needed to secure it at when you're when you're competing against several other buyers. Yeah. By paying too much? Or was the price still like I mean you went for it was a good price. The price was still a good price before the haircut. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was $55,000 less than a renovated unit. So what, it, okay. So if there was no price reduction on the townhouse, yeah. would we have gone firm? Yes. And if we didn't get any offers on the condo, would we have gone mm -hmm. firm? Probably not. Probably Because I would not. have been concerned after that period of time, why we're not getting offers. And I wasn't going to put her in a position that uh, she'd have to 
sell the condo afterwards in a market like this and be she wasn't in that position to close on the townhouse and um not have the condo sold so no we wouldn't have i would have asked for an extension and um i would have seen seen what we could do on the condo apartment side so okay that that's that, that worked out really good so now hold on a sec um she still would have gone for it even without the price. Okay, so hold on. My my next question was, what was the square footage of the condo? And the what was... 170. Whoa, for how much? 600,000? 500? What was wrong with this place? Just, uh, that's the market. That's, that's, that's the price in that building, Right. And we got we got higher than the last few sales, and there's other units listed right now that aren't selling at a lower price. And you can get how much rent there? Twenty five hundred, you said. That would have been like good rent when the, when the rental market was hot. So could be a little bit less now. Wow. No Scarborough rents didn't change. I just saw I just saw a report from uh, Rental.ca that said Scarborough rents in September went down like. 0.6%. They're still hovering over 1900 bucks on average. Yeah. So you're talking like 1300 square feet. That's that's a three bedroom? Uh two plus den, but it's got electric uh forced air heat, so you know that's going to add on a little bit of an expense throughout the year, right? You'll probably pay twice as much hydro than you would if you were in a gas uh forced air. Balcony? Yep. Parking spot? Uh double tandem. Do you need to go through security before you go into this building? Yep, there's a concierge. Metal detector? Uh, no, it's a beautiful building. Really? Beautiful wow. Nothing wrong with it. What? That's the... just the market. I mean, that's, you know, this Ooh. is what it is. We should uh, contact a bunch of the owners in that building. That's Yeah, it's, it's a nice little building. But those numbers make a lot of sense for uh, investment. $500,000 and you get 2500 bucks. Yeah, so you're going to be spending about thirty two hundred a month with twenty percent, about three grand a month with twenty percent down. Hmm. So if you're only getting twenty five hundred, you're still negative cash flow on that one, unfortunately. Three thousand? Why so high? Um, because property taxes, maintenance, and mortgage. How much is the mortgage if you put twenty percent down? That's only a four hundred thousand dollar mortgage. Oh, two grand. Two grand at one point something percent right now? There's no way. It's it's forty two dollars every ten thousand. So you're right. It's about seventeen hundred and something. But depending on how fast you want to pay it off and everything else too, right? So it could be two it could be close to two grand. Anyways, that's a good deal. Well done, yeah. sir. Way to go. Yeah. So there's ways to move right now in the market. It's just you know, you got to have a little bit of tact and you have to be looking at the whole big picture as to what you want to do, right? Well, so we talked about it last time with the downtown condos. You know, you might want to get that listing up before you, you're putting in any offers, especially if you're going to a competitive market. This one happened to be an area that we were able to have some flexibility, which is good. That's, that's, that's the deal of the week. That's a good deal. Leave the sound effect on that deal of the week call, okay? There will be no more sound effects, sir, unless they are no at the problem. very beginning or the ending. <laughs>
new on CuriosityStream. Grab your decoder ring. We're cracking the world's most famous encryptions. From the mom who took down the mob to the Zodiac Killer. See how the pros hide their secrets in plain sight on Cracking the Code. Plus, it was impossible to recruit intelligence agents without recruiting war criminals. Meet the retirees of the Third Reich who gathered Cold War intelligence for the U.S. on Nazis in the CIA. Watch now on CuriosityStream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com.